11 game suspension for Deshaun Watson. This is the Rich Eisen Show. What do you apologize for? everyone that was affected about this situation, there was a lot of people that was triggered. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I hope he uses this 11 game suspension to find a better place for himself and deal with his clear issues. Earlier on the show, host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio, Fox Sports College Football Analyst, Bruce Feldman. Coming up, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show. We are on the air here on Peacock Sirius XM 85 and also the Terrestrial Radio Network for the Rich Eisen Show Coast to Coast. Uh, we had a great chat in hour number one with Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk. And then hour two, we had Bruce Feldman right here in studio to give us a preview of the college football season and also review what's going on in the world of expansion and NIL deals and breaking off um, the uh, football world at the top of the I guess, collegiate food chain into a college football playoff umbrella out of the NCAA. If you missed any of that, it's all sitting on our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman, for hour number three. Hey, Rich, man. How are you? Okay. And the man who's sitting in DJ Mikey D's chair, once again, Jay Felly. Good to see you, sir. T.J. Jefferson's got a big-ass grab bag here in hour number three. <laughs> we'll go digging. What's it about? <sighs> well, you know, okay, I'll break it down. You know how we discussed Robert De Niro yesterday kind of extensively, his film Yeah, because he career. turned 86, right? Or 89. <laughs> no, seven, he turned 79. My bad, 79. Uh, Robert Redford said 86. 86, right. But Re- yeah, De Niro turned 79. So, I forgot my – there's two GOAT uh, actors who uh, had celebrated birthdays this week. Sorry. Yes, yeah, sir. so it was like, you know, we kind of broke down what decades of his were better – so today in the grab bag, I decided to give my top five favorite actors by decade. Okay, very Ooh, good. That'll good. be later on in this hour. Like Chris Brockman's got a What's More Likely coming up shortly. Um, but I want to take some phone calls, 844-204-RICH. Always enjoy chatting with the f- fans and consumers of this Rich Eisen show. Uh, and that includes our friend All Rise. Let's go to Terzo in Iowa, our friend Terzo back here on the program. What's up, counselor? Which line, please? That's two, sir. Two, two. What's up? What's up, Rich? What's up, guys? There's a uh, caravan right now from uh, Carl going up to Chicago with 15 of us to go see the Cubs Brewers tomorrow. That sounds okay. Okay, very good. Um, I'm imagining there might be some alcohol involved in that, so drive safely. (laughs) If someone runs on the field, Terzo, and they get arrested, do you represent them? (laughs) No, well, so so I don't have a license in Illinois, so I'm just a civilian at that point, but we have a professional driver, so we don't... uh, we don't ask anybody to be doing anything illegal there, Rich. Okay, very good. Appreciate that, Terzo. Very good. What's going on, sir? Well, well. so uh, first thing, hey, TJ, I, I came across a nice Chris $2 bill, and it kind of reminded me of our bet last year. Oh. And I was just going to see maybe uh, we put another $2 bill up uh, Dallas against 49ers, who has the best record. Well, that's got to do it. Come on, Thomas Jefferson. I can't say no, I guess. I mean, right? so TJ yeah. Jefferson can't, you know, trying to see if can't, I can't, two can't say here. no to a T Jefferson, right? Yeah, right? No, I don't have any more twos on me. Okay. So. Well, we can find them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Terzo, you know, I'm down. We can find Yeah, we can find them. Also, also, Rich, like if I'm, if I'm the Haslam's, how do I allow Deshaun to go out there and do an interview? Florio said it the best. There's no reason for him to be out there and to talk. It made no sense. And all it completely does is just show his guilt and everything that he's done and the no remorse that he shares for those women. I, I, I am keen to know how that did come about. I mean, a written statement would have sufficed, and I, I, I think it would have made sense that um, 
the Browns um, telling Watson, look, if you're, you know, if you feel like you, you have legal exposure still with the one remaining civil suit or any other suits or anything with a statute of limitation that you're concerned about, let the written statement speak for itself and you don't have to say anything. And the next time you speak uh, doesn't have to be until mid-November. And we'll we'll let the owners, and then you could have said, you know, and thanks for the call, Terzo, greatly appreciate it. And then you could have also sat there and said, you know, well, the owner's talking, and the general manager's talking, and the coach is talking, and Deshaun doesn't talk, wouldn't that be weird? Well, no, because they're the ones who are doing all the talking for him. They're the ones who are saying, this is a guy who deserves a second chance. Oh, okay, because this is a guy who also says, What's the second chance for? Because I didn't do anything wrong in the first chance. And then they're all like, well, he's going through a process. That's what D. Haslam said, that sometimes it takes a while. He's going to be going through counseling. You know, well, okay, that's understandable. It takes a while. But the guy doesn't think he clearly needs it because the first chance was it's like it was a perfect phone call. Okay. Got it. And then... Jimmy's talking about well, he's a guy that can is re, can rehabilitate his image and so on and so forth. Well, the guy who's doing the image rehabilitation doesn't think it needs it. So they're doing the talking for him. They're saying the things that they say he thinks and feels, and that the league expects him to be saying in exchange for this deal that they cut with him. So, yeah, he shouldn't have spoken yesterday. Just let the written statement speak for itself. You don't have to see him, hear from him until November, but I, I'm keen to know if he said, I want to speak, I got to speak, or they're just like, you know what, let him talk, get it out of the way. He's still going to speak as all quarterbacks do. And I know Florio said earlier that, you know, he might come out and say, that he has turned the page and he understands his issues and whatever when he comes back. I think he's just going to, when he comes back in November, you know what I think he's going to say? I'm done with that. That's in my rearview mirror. I'll only take questions on the Texans. Well, just not not those questions about the Texans. I'll only take questions on the Texans' defense. That's all I'm taking questions about. (laughs) I think that's how it's going to go in November. Given what we've seen from him so far, what else could it be? Speaking of what's more likely, let's hit that edition with a monster preseason week right in front of us. Hit it, please. What? What's more likely? Never say never, but never. All right. Christopher, you have the floor here on the Rich Eisen Show with a what's more likely. Go for it. What's up, everybody? All these teams play each other this weekend, okay? So it's kind of related to that. We got 49ers and Vikings. Uh, Who's more likely to be the most important to their team's success this year, Debo or Justin Jefferson? Oh. I don't know if they're playing tonight, but they're going to play. Obviously. I'm I'm going to go with Debo just because he does so much and he is such a difference maker and is such an identity builder. I've just got to go with that. I've got to go with that. The Niners don't have a Dalvin Cook, man. So 
I, I do love the chip on Justin Jefferson's shoulder. And I do know one of the things I'm attempting to talk myself into is that Kevin O'Connell's going to unlock Kirk Cousins. And I, I, I define that since you pressured me to define it, Chris, to say that he will be a better big game quarterback than Ooh. we've normally oh, see. Man. And if that happens, Justin Jefferson's going to have a lot of big games. But I'll still go Debo Samuel, Chris. That's what I'll say there. All right. Good way to put me okay, on the guys. spot right off the bat. All right. All right. Broncos Bills on Saturday. Yes. Who's more likely to be an MVP finalist, Russ or Josh Allen? Josh Allen. Russ, Russ is never going to vote. What else? You, what, what do you want to? What do you think? He's got to go to Denver now to finally get a vote? That's it. Josh Allen, man. What do you mean? So the three names we're going to hear in NFL honors, one of the three names will be his, is what you're saying. Yeah, one of the names is going to be one of these guys. Okay, yeah. You think Russ is going to get an MVP vote this year? I think there's a scenario where he has a really great season. Who's he throwing to? Who you got? <laughs> He's got Judy some good and Sutton and those guys. KJ Hamler. Judy and Sutton. Okay. All right, Hamler. great. Got, got good, it. Good backs, good tight ends. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Okay. No, Who's you're not throwing to? Are we having one of those okay arguments? Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I love those with friends. Super okay. higher register okay. for Russ, huh? You're not riding? Let's ride. He ain't riding, Brockman. You're not riding. You're not riding. I need to see the horse out of the barn before I start riding. And I, I, I appreciate well, being... Rich, they're going to put up 50 in week one. I up, I so. appreciate <laughs> that, that I, I'm opening myself up to being called a bandwagon hopper. Since I'm on the Raiders, I'm yep, on the Raiders, on the as you know. I'm, I'm on the Raiders, and I'm beginning yep. to come around on the Chiefs. And as you know, I'm always partial to the Chargers. I, I don't think they're going to get four teams into the playoffs, brother. No, I don't think so either. So, I think it's going to be a process. I think Russ can win a Super Bowl there. I think that they can build themselves into a Super Bowl contender. I don't know if this is that year for it. If they're a Super Bowl contender, he's got to be near MVP level. Top three? Guy has never gotten a vote? What else? Uh, you mentioned the Raiders, Rich. I feel like I might have done this one earlier on this year, but now we're in the preseason. It's all good. You're already recycling it? Short memory. Eh, I, 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 uh. More else? touchdowns this year. Devontae or Tyreek? Devontae. What else? Wow, that was fast. Come on, man. I don't Come know, on. man. It looks like money. I don't know. What do you mean? I appreciate the cheetah. I appreciate everything you can do. I'll take the guy who's um, already played... With Dolphins his quarterback, play this week. Dolphins I got it. I, I, I'll take the guy. I'll take the guy who's already played with his quarterback. Like ten years ago. Understood. <laughs> it's been a minute. It, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's still you, they. They still have a chemistry. Okay. I don't know about you, but that looked like money. I hear you. I need to see more salty to him. <laughs> what else? What else you got over there? Okay. Uh, these two teams play each other this weekend too. Uh, more likely to win more games this season: Steelers or Jaguars? Really. Really? Yeah. I'll take the Steelers. <laughs> Who's their quarterback? I don't know yet. They're I'll, not as good as Trevor Lawrence. I'll take the Steelers. Whoever's playing quarterback is not as good as Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, again, he is an unknown commodity as a sophomore quarterback who He's started an unknown the NFL entire qu- first year. Unknown NFL he quarterback. is an unknown. He is an unevaluable quarterback going into year as two. As an NFL having player. Played, having excuse me, an unevaluable quarterback entering year two after starting the entirety of year one. When has that ever happened? Two words, Urban and Meyer. <laughs> so I don't know. 
and you are making a good case because I do like Doug Peters Peterson, Peterson, and I do like what they're building there. But I'll take the team that is coached by a guy who's never had a losing record and is one of those. That story you sent everybody I know that's made the rounds of Mike Tomlin broke up a fight amongst a bunch of kids and said, hey, let's all go to Steelers practice yeah, but together. I'm hearing that the breaking up the fight part wasn't necessarily okay. true. Well, but rate, he did I'll, have the kids come. I yeah. will take the Steelers in that one. You're taking the Jaguars in that one? Why don't you do it? And then we'll have so. a nice little fun, th- uh, a fun think, little conversation think, throughout the year. I think I will take the Jaguars. I mean, look, over the, the Steelers, to more win, wins to win more games. Yeah, yeah. Steelers are in a harder division too. Okay, noted. It's like that uh, BJ Novak GIF. I'm writing it in my book. <laughs> it's that GIF, right? Uh, TJ, you going to the game this weekend? Eh, probably not. Cowboys Chargers, Chargers play each other this weekend. More likely to win their division. Cowboys or Chargers? Huh? huh? Win their division. <laughs> huh? Cowboys or Chargers? I'll go Cowboys. I'll go Cowboys. Even though you've been talking so much about the Eagles? I. But it's not like the Eagles are a lock. And the Raiders? I'll take a, a one and two chance over a one and four chance. Right? He's playing the odds. But you need to see so much out of Denver, so it's a I, one and three chance. I'll take the one and two chance over a one and three chance then. It's odds. I'm playing the odds, which is what you do every single weekend. I'm just more successful at it with this one uh, attempt. playing the odds. By the way, everyone out there, and I don't know if you've noticed, but the totals for preseason games, Vegas is overcorrected. So you might want to go the other way after week Who's one. Who's betting preseason football? Are you doing that? I'm 6-0 and oh in the preseason. Oh, my now. God. <laughs> and the under hit last I night, which I can't even imagine. Players you've never heard of that won't be playing in week one are going to be Determining your monetary outcome? Is that what you're saying? Big moment. Why would you do that? Big moment last night. So the the total closed at 39 and a half. And as you know, it was 27-11. That's 38. I do the math for you. And uh, they were driving in the end zone, dropped a fourth down touchdown pass, saved the under. Which is what you bet? Just saying. You have problems. All right, last one, guys. No doubt. <laughs> you think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. Even Steve Levy was talking about it during the game. Big bag of leaves. They shouted out Stanford Steve. It was awesome. Uh, Last one. Rookie quarterback. Who's more likely to start a game first? Sam Howell, Malik Willis. These are two of my guys I want to see more out of this weekend. So I did that. I'll go Sam Howell. I'll go Sam Howell. No faith in Wentz, huh? Dude, when when has Tannehill been benched? In Tennessee. When's he been benched? Never. He doesn't get hurt. Exactly. So, when's Wentz got hurt? Have you ever heard of Carson Wentz getting hurt? <laughs> you ever hear of Carson Wentz being benched? Yeah, it's You ever heard of those stories before? <laughs> it's happened. Have you ever heard those stories before? <laughs> I think I was okay. at the one game. When it's, just, it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's a segment called What's More Likely? <laughs> Meaning, if there is a history to help guide your decision, <laughs> yeah. you should rely on it. Yeah, true, true, true. Play the odds. That's what I'm attempting to do right here. Play the odds. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. What's more likely? I've got one for you. Okay. What's more likely? TJ Jefferson attends Cowboys Rams in week five. Okay. Or sits on his ass at home and watches (laughs) the game. That's easy. That's easy. Because I'm just taking... Preseason action. Your Cowboys are here. Mm-hmm. Five minutes from this 
facility. Well, I don't live in this facility, though. But 10 minutes from your house, yeah, 15 minutes from your house? It takes me 16 minutes to get to SoFi. Good enough. Yeah. And I understand Straight that down you know, it, it's not like Straight clear sailing. It's not like the green lights are all synchronized once you're trying to get to a stadium. It doesn't matter if they are anyway. Yeah. I get it. But you're not going. Your Cowboys are literally he, here. I actually think he will go. Are you going to go? This weekend? Yeah. No, 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 no. For, for, against the Rams. Oh, Rams. Five. I mean, there's a lot of factors that would need to come into play. You know? What's more Why likely? Just, just talk Ashton into getting a box. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we do that? Because Ashton is not. Maybe Demi. Maybe, uh, is he Demi maybe, are you calling him frugal? Maybe Demi is going to sing the national anthem. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, I'll go to the game. But I doubt she will. Maybe, maybe, maybe Wilmer will uh, toss the coin. He probably not toss okay. the coin. I don't know. I'm just trying to yeah. keep make, <laughs> making names that he's. Michelle Monaghan was here the other day. He dropped a name. She's like, "Oh, really? You know her? It's just unbelievable." <laughs> That's true. Shout that out did. to Natalie Martinez. Yes, that did happen. The number of people that you take pictures with when they come here because you share mutual friends who they adore. I've so been, anyway, let's not avoid the subject. What's more likely? More Hold likely, on, let me. I'm I'm gonna guess he sits on his ass. You're saying you go to the game? I think he goes. What's more likely the last right time now? You saw Cowboys game. It's been like, a while. What's more right? likely right now for week five? It's As week five. Eleven week five? seventeen on the eighteenth of nineteenth of August. Yeah. Me staying at home. See, you guys don't understand, likely. man. There's like Dallas there's Cowboys at the Rams, October 9th, late window Fox, one o'clock start, yeah, right around here. You'll, you'll be home for. You'll be home by dinner. Yeah. You can wake up late. You can get a, you know, what are you doing? You really? should do that. Okay, hey, great. At I'll, least I'll, I'm right. I'll I like explain it to you right. later. I'll explain it to you later. <laughs> what does that mean? Why are we going to do it off camera? <laughs> because it could sound arrogant. That's the answer I'm going to give you. And I don't want to sound that way. So, whoa. You're holding out for free tickets. Wow. <laughs> Why? Wow, just say it. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, <laughs> what you're trying to do? I mean, it's free not necessarily tickets. like I'm trying to do that, but you got to understand, I've set myself up at the crib. Who's giving you free so tickets? Nice. I've got two 55-inch TVs. Oh. I can sit there. Oh. I can rewind the game. Oh, I don't have to deal with crowds. I don't have to saying. deal with people. He's got a ping pong table. You can make some popcorn. Or just go to the game like a fan. Or I can so I stay you, at the, the comfort of my crib. I know TJ Jefferson, and you do not. I win that at one particular edition of What's More Likely. <laughs> Get your damn act together. 844-204-H like number to We will take a break. More of your phone calls. <laughs> TJ Jefferson's big-ass grab bag and more here on a fun Friday edition of the program. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen.
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back Big Cowboys fan, Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith, everybody. Love, Big love, Cowboys. love him. Loves the Cowboys. Uh, let's go to Jimmy in San Antonio. Line four, Felly. Line four. Thank What's you. up, Jimmy? Had a boy, Kid Maserati, on the line hey. four. Well done, <laughs> Kid Maserati. Kid Maserati. Right Susie down. will love that nickname. Oh, that's amazing. By the way, that's what what uh, what Jimmy's referring to, uh, Chris, is when you were not here. You were I don't you and you went you went to Vegas. Yes. Uh, to go canoeing down uh, down Las Vegas Boulevard. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that uh, Susie, uh, when she pulled in, and oh, she yeah, she's, she's like, who's, car, who's, yeah. who's got the Maserati? Right. And I'm like, and Jay Felly does. She's like, get out of here. She was, that's, she mentioned it like 15 times, but Kid Maserati's a good well, nickname. Like that, right? yeah, well done, that. Jimmy. Well Great done. Thanks. Speaking of Susie, is it safe to talk about jelly beans or not right now? It's okay. Go for it. Go for it. No, no, just, I was just, Want to be a wingman? I didn't want to get you in trouble. That's all right. You love jelly beans. I do. I'll take them. All right. My fellow degenerate gambler, Brockman. (laughs) What up, Jay Bud? (laughs) What up, brother? I'm ready. I'm ready to take your bet on the Pete Carroll. Yeah? Yeah. uh, Up to $1,000. Well, I'm not going to do that. Tell me. And here's why, Rich. Here's why. Because if I lose, I don't have to pay up. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Jimmy is just coming in. Say hello to my little friend. Take it easy, okay? Okay. All right, Jimmy. I see you. I see you. I love love you because I gamble just as much as you. I have two bets on a French and German soccer game right now, and I'm not even watching. Good Lord. You guys need to exchange info then. My man. So, Rich, why I called in is because of the Live Tour. Yep. And Alan Shipnuts, I call him that because he drives me crazy because he's so smart. And every time he leaves your show, I have to see three different angles of what's really going on. Right. Live is here to stay mm-hmm. unless someone in the United States says, we won't accept your tour on our soil. They have the much money. And it's if Tiger is doing what he did, and having these meetings, that's how big it is. And like you said the other day, we're, we're just nervous. What's next? Uh, I don't know. Thoughts about that from you would be appreciated. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I, it's hey, clearly not going to go anywhere. And thanks for the call, Jimmy. He's referring to Alan Shipnuck, the Fire Pit Collective uh, writer who came on the show, I believe, was it uh, Monday, Tuesday this week, to talk about the upcoming players meeting that I guess didn't include everybody, obviously that tiger flew in to take part in and there hasn't been much chitter chat uh, coming out of that meeting it's been a tight circle right not yet yeah we haven't and much. um look 
it really just depends on the consumer. It depends on the fan. And if the fan tires of the PGA Tour because there's not enough star power to watch, the PGA Tour will be in trouble. If the galleries aren't full and the TV partners don't get their return because the ratings are low, because you feel the tournaments are less than, the PGA Tour will be in trouble. And the Live Tour won't take off if you can't see it. And if you do see it, if nobody watches, the Live Tour will not take off. But the issue is, is that does it matter if the Live Tour takes off if, as Alan Shipnuck points out, there are some Saudi nationals who are hanging out, what's the place they call the Centurion Club in London where they ordinarily wouldn't be welcome, but they take it over for the week because the Live Tour is in London for the week. And everybody is just like toasting them, like, hey, come on in. Well, if that's the the purpose of the Live Tour, so they could live La Vida Loca, then the Live Tour is going nowhere. doesn't matter if it loses money or not. I was thinking this just yesterday, watching uh, the BMW Championship. Which has been great. So I far. have been into it. Me too. I love it. I like it. Now, would it be better if DeChambeau and DJ and Phil, keep going? If they were, all, if they were yeah. all there? I think uh, so. Yes, it would. It the, would be. The golf would be better. Well, competitively. The, the, the watch. I'm talking about the watch, the interest. Yeah level you mean if they were they're still on the live tour but they're also playing in what this? i'm saying is if they were all there yeah. i do like the competition i do like the fact that only the top 30 are going to make it and then we're going to find out everyone's going to be starting on the leaderboard based on where they are in the standings and we'll play it out and we'll see who wins this mini season right I dig it. I like it. I enjoy the competition. I like watching the 72 holes, and I like that it means so much to these guys. I like Rory. I like the name value of some of the people that I'm seeing there. But I'm sitting here thinking, will this be the last time I see Cam Smith in this when he comes back? Because everybody thinks he's he gone. Yep. For about 125. So, again, it's all going to come down to, I think – if the PGA Tour is viable enough for all of us to be interested in it, count me among them. Count me among them. The the level of play to me is intense. It's terrific. I, I mean, you're still making, you're still some seeing some shot making that's incredible. But if enough of the star players leave and go to the Live Tour, and then you have the opportunity to watch them, will you care that there's a team competition and it's 54 holes and it's a shotgun start and they're wearing shorts playing in a tournament that you've never heard of. And then I'll just say this too, because it is, it's, you have to have a watchable product and you have to have a product that fans are going to want to watch. And if you're going to a course, I'll, I'll say it. If you're going to go to a course that Donald Trump is running and then you, you basically see, you know, the Mike Lindell All-Stars partying <laughs> off the 18th green, you're going to turn some people off. I'm serious. Like, you're yeah, going to yeah. turn some people off. 
and you want the tent to be big if you're going after the PGA Tour. That's another thing you have to consider. So let's see what happens when the Live Tour gets a television deal. Shipnock said it's coming, right? He said they're definitely going to. I mean, the, the stars that they have are remarkable stars. And there's stars around the planet, too. You have an international product that you're building. And then the PGA Tour has got to have enough fans who feel it's compelling enough that you're still sticking there. And we'll see what the Live Tour business plan is moving forward, if they care about making a profit or not, and how long some of these players want to stick there. And then it does come down to the, the major tournament runners. that Are, are they going to take the same stance as the PGA Tour? And will the PGA Tour players demand that these major tournaments take that stance? It's a lot of... Moving parts here, man. It's going to get really heated up, uh, you know, next February, March, when we're getting close to the Masters. And as we know, there's several Masters champions on the Live Tour now. Will they be allowed to play? Well, it, it'll heat up if Cameron Smith says, I'm going. But if everyone, wins, everyone do, assumes that anyway. But, but it still will be a tough blow to the PGA Tour if Cameron Smith says, I am the winner of the Open Championship at St. Andrews. I have just won the, what, the FedEx Points Championship, whatever. He's the defending players champ. If he wins the FedEx Cup, defending Open Champ, and then it's like, see ya. See ya, and tell me next year I'm not allowed to defend these titles. Right. And he's also the second or third ranked player in the world. Because before, the highest yeah. player they've gotten was like DJ so was about 16, 18. It'll heat up then, won't it? If he does that. Yeah. But that's and, and in the same way, if he, if he accepts the trophy and announces it there. <laughs> like Hogan, NWO style. And I'll tell you what, if I'm going to the Live, <laughs> dude, I'm going to the Live Tour, and I know you might, it might, it might uh, offend some people and break some eggs, but wouldn't you want to use the platform that's the biggest platform possible to announce it well, and then raise all boats for the organization that you're joining? I'm sure Greg Norman hopes But wouldn't you do that? Happen. I mean, you'd want to do that. You want to use your platform to get it out there and also raise the level of the competition and level of interest to what you're joining. I mean, that would make sense. It would make headlines. Big time. Let's go to Royce in Vermont. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Royce? Which line? Please? That is line three. I am so sorry. Okay. What's up, Royce? Hey, Rich. Can you hear me? I can, sir. You're on the show. All right. First, first, I want to say thank you. Uh, you are iconic, and you are on my Mount Rushmore of the mothership. You and Stu and the Swami <laughs> and Dan, the best ever. I watched the first show People don't realize as fans, as we sit around and talk about how much work you guys do behind the scenes to do what you do. So thank wow. you. And then the second thank you is I've always been a fan of Danny Thomas and St. Jude. Mm. I've never been able to donate like I wanted to. And because of your iconic 40-yard dash, I just decided I'm just going to do it. Wow. I don't care what it takes. And I would... 
encourage everyone out there, find $25 a month and please donate wow. to these people. It is amazing what you do. That's a very generous uh, amount, sir. $25 amount, uh, a month is a very generous you amount. You can find it. Rich, I'm, I'm, I'm working short time right now. I have a back injury, blah, blah, blah. But it is the most important bill that I have wow. right now. You're very I kind to sure say that, that, Royce. That gets paid. You're very kind. Okay, so What's now, yes, sir. to my questions, I have one more Mount Rushmore, which is Muhammad Ali, Wayne Gretzky, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, with a fifth head as an honorable mention uh, to Serena Williams. That's, That's a good one. That. Okay. okay, so here's my two questions for you, Rich. Yes, sir. One is the Kevin Durant contract. If he sits out, does he get paid? And if he does, how are you getting paid for a contract? You signed a contract to play ball. You're not playing ball. So does he get paid? And then my second question is about Deshaun Watson. I want to know. Because I think he's guilty of something. At, at the most, he's got a sexual problem with addiction. But why did two grand juries, how did they not find anything worth prosecuting? That's what I want to know. Because we're all on him. We, you know he did something. Maybe he's just a pervert. But how did they not, listening to these women, find any criminal charges? I don't know. Um, and again, I'm not a legal expert to know what raises to the level, but uh, I just know what a, a business like the NFL would uh, take offense to, that's for sure, or any business, and what, they're, what, they, and that, you know, what they were looking into specifically for him and why the, that came out with the discipline that it did. Um, so uh, that, I, I don't know the answer to that, but the, the New York Times report uh, that Jenny Vrentis uh, wrote uh, is something that everybody should seek out that, that came out about six, eight weeks ago or so. And then, you know, and thanks for the call, by the way, Royce, you did literally have me at hello. And, and I appreciate what you said about St. Jude and everything else about my career. Um, and then uh, his first one was what was the first one? Because I kind of got lost in the Deshaun Watson one. So, oh. Uh, I should write these things down. Well, yeah, anyway. I forgot also. Yeah, I could just hear the passion in his uh, in his voice right there. Um, okay, let's take a break. More phone calls. T.J. Jefferson, you ready for your grab bag, sir? You ready for it? I stay ready, so I don't have to get ready. Thank you. Very good. Okay, that's next right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, <laughs> Terrestrial Radio Alpha. Oh, man. Funny joke. I told that story about Jeffrey Ross's joke about B. Arthur on a on a on a uh, a Tony Kornheiser local radio show years ago, really? and then yes, and then I, because I I told it uh, that joke saying that that uh, Jeff Ross did it, and then suddenly through the internet it it. It came to be that I made the joke. I created the oh, joke. Oh wow! Uh, I mean, <laughs> no, I most certainly did not. Well, you know, that, that's was, the roastmaster general. You only, did not, uh, only out of his yeah. brain could something leap. Uh, <laughs> right? I don't think you have that dark side. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I no, roasting roasts. <laughs> the roasts are you know. I once had Nick Bakai write me jokes for the Dan Patrick roast in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. And because uh, I was the roast master, this was when Dan was on ESPN radio and they held a roast in his honor in Chicago. And Dan asked me to be the roast master. And have you never heard this story? I don't think I, I went there. Maybe. I went there and I, Nick Bakai, I went, I turned to Nick. I'm like, I want, I want to do this yeah, right. Yeah, roast like, like, but I want, you know, I, you know, turn it up to Spinal Tap 11. I want you to write it. Mm-hmm. And then he asked who's on the dais, and I told him, like, uh, uh, Blackjack McDowell and Mark Malone and, and other people. And he had jokes for all of them. Yep. And the jokes that I had for Mark Malone, he physically removed me from the podium. He stopped me. He got up. He, he was and I said, wait a minute, I got two more. And he was like, that's enough. He literally moved me away. And introducing him. Yeah, some people can't take oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah. It was, and Dan, ask Dan next time yeah. we have him on or you see him. There's a copy of it somewhere, and I think he buried it because it was, I worked blue. I got into it. Oh, it I was, love roast. That's oh, yeah. so funny. Well, a roast master, the job of a roast master is to lay waste to the entire day, set the tone. So everyone else can backfill in. Like you'd let everyone, like if you work nasty and blue, that allows everybody else to do that. Yeah. Because they're like, okay, this is the room. Oh, man. Yeah. I, Roasts are the best. I accept that role anytime. But it is against type for me. And I think Dan yeah. buried the tape out of my out of respect to me. 
because I was really, I mean, it's, <laughs> it was off the charts. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Very good. Thank you very much. All right, uh, let's uh, let's get to TJ's big ass grab bag. Are we ready for this? Oh yes. Okay, indeed. let's go to it. It's a Friday fun segment. Go for it, TJ. Go for what it. What's in that bag? What you got in that bag? Oh, as we always do at this time, kaboom! Guess who stepped in the room? TJ here. Listen. I kind of told you what this was about earlier, right? As I dug in this big-ass grab bag. You know, we're talking about De Niro yesterday. We kind of went down the greatest films that he had by decade. And that got me thinking as I dug in the grab bag. So I came up with this one, guys. I took a ton of actors. Yes. I broke them down by decade. Okay. All the films they did from a decade, Pierce. We're talking from like 80 to 89 or from 90 to 2000. And I basically looked at all these films and it was... Either between what I thought were the absolute best films, which is just too hard, or I just went with my favorite. Okay, so this is going to be TJ's favorite actors by decade. Okay, okay. and if that makes sense to you, so I've, I've t- taken a bunch of actors, so a bunch of decades. Number five is from a certain decade, or number five is an actor, and I took his entire body okay. of work from that decade. Let's go. That's how we did it. I like it. First and foremost, I just want to give an honorable mention. This isn't part of the top five, oh, but I, I just want to say this. You can't do that. You, you will. do you, it. Can, well, can you hear it and see if you appreciate it or not? Can, can you listen to it, what I'm saying? Okay, back when I lived in Pittsburgh, I used to telemarket, right? And I worked with a guy named Clayton. <laughs> oh, Clayton was the best telemarketer in our business. Kershaw? No, except that Clayton also had the lowest calls per hour. So our bosses couldn't figure out, how are you selling the most, but having the least amount of calls? And he basically said, you know, I'm a big game hunter. I hit what I shoot at. So the reason I bring this up is there's a guy who didn't have a lot of films, but every single one of his films was the blank. It was it. John Casale, John Casale, and I figured you would appreciate that. There Look at this guy's. Yeah. He made five films before he the passed Godfather, away. The Godfather, The Conversation, The Godfather Part Two, Dog Day Afternoon, The Deer Hunter. All five of these movies either won or were nominated for an Oscar. I believe that he deserved to be mentioned, and, and that's what and I wanted to do. Married to Meryl Streep. Married to Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. So you know, Amazing. so I figured you guys would like that. Kind of give him some props. So, okay. also, I want to let you know I left De Niro out of this because we talked about him. Just right? go. Okay, just I'm going. go. I mean, it's just you went to five A. I heard about Clayton the marketer. <laughs> Coming in at number five, I'm going to go with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise in the 80s. How's he not number one? Look at this list of movies of Tom Cruise in the 80s. Taps, The Outsiders, Risky Business, All the Right Moves, filmed in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, Top Gun, Color of Money, Color Cocktail, Rayman, Born on the Fourth of July. I mean, these are all bangers. Yeah, he went from he went from you know uh, box office star to Oscar winner, yeah. right? I mean, I mean, one, seriously, no- nominee, nominee. Well, you, but nominee, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Uh, 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 Color of Money was a big one. Scorsese and he was with Paul Newman in that one. What a great movie that is! It's a remake of uh, the Hustler. Yeah, yeah. Or a not a remake, well, a, a, a sequel to the sequel, Oscar. Yeah. So, you know, Cruz in the 80s, he could be number one. Like you said, Chris, I got him at five, but hey, he could go anywhere. Coming at number four, we got the great Al Pacino, 1970s Al Pacino. You could have went 90s Al Pacino. You could have went 70s. But I feel that these films, just the power in these films, The Godfather in 72, Serpico, 73, The Godfather Part 2 in 74, Dog Day Afternoon, 75, and Justice for All in 79. Got it. There's a reason this guy is considered the GOAT, and I feel like these films are kind of... 
part of that reason. Okay. And number three is another guy who had a few decades, but I went with the 90s. Denzel Washington in the 90s. I loved these movies. Mo Better Blues in 90. Malcolm X in 92. The Pelican Brief, Philadelphia, both 93. Crimson, Crimson Tide. Tide, 95. He Got Game, 98. Hurricane 99 and The Bone Collector in 99. The great Denzel Washington. I feel like his 1990s was just unbelievable. Wait, uh, yeah, and prior to that was Carbon Copy with George Car- Siegel. <laughs> that was one of the first movies I think I saw Ever. of him. Right. Well, obviously it was his first movie, but I saw yes. it later. Yeah. Okay, very good. Um, number two. This guy's another guy you can go with multiple decades. I had to pick one. I went with the 80s, and that's Mr. Jack Nicholson in the 80s. Look at this. The Shining. And Postman Always Rings Twice in 80. Reds in 81. Terms of Endearment, 83. Pritzy's Honor, 85. The Witches of Eastwick in 87. Along with Ironweed. And, of course, his turn as the Joker and Batman in 1989. Mm. You could do 70s Jack Nicholson. Yeah, you could. I didn't have... A connection with all those seventies movies. Terms like I did of with Endearment was the first movie where Nicholson started playing his age, and I remember that was really significant for him mm-hmm. to take that role and his role in it, where he was a supporting actor, not the actor in it, and he was amazing in that movie. Yeah, I mean he's great in everything. I know that, but just that was a big role for him. Only well, we right, ever seen sure. Batman on that list. Really? Yeah, I mean these are. <laughs> You haven't seen any of those movies? You haven't seen The Shining? You ever see The, Sh- the Postman Always Rings twice? Never even heard of that movie. That wow. one I haven't heard okay. of either. All right, well, coming in at number one. <laughs> By the way, you know, he was also in broadcast news. Yeah, but you know, he, he had wasn't a little like, cameo he had in that. Cameo. that was more of, we think of William Hunt more than that. No, movie, no, right? I, no yeah. he, was, he, was, he was the main anchor uh, yeah. that William Hurt was coming after. But yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. All right, so number strong. one, like, and like I said, guys, this was tough. And I want to give a shout out to Tom Hanks, who could have been on this list. He didn't make it. Oh. Damn. But I'm going with 1980s Harrison Ford. Remember, these are in terms of movies that I love the most. 1980s Harrison, Harrison Ford, The Ford Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> 80. Raiders of the Lost Ark, 81. Blade Runner, Blade 82. Runner. Return of the Jedi, 83. Temple of Doom, 84. Witness in 85. Mosquito Coast, 86. Working Girl, 88. The Last Crusade, That's another Indiana good. Jones, wow. 89. I pretty realize good. that you can argue this list, but to me, some of those, those are four of my favorite movies are listed there. Harrison Ford in that decade, he got the nod, but like I Bro, said, it's up for interpretation, he, and that's my top five. He toggled back and forth between Han Solo and He's Indiana Jones. Just back and toggled back and forth for a whole between decade. him and stuck Blade Runner in between Blade one Runner of between them. them. Like, man. <laughs> and Witness a, in front. Witness is a great movie, too. Boat, right? That's one of the movies we can agree on, yes. One of the many movies. We yeah. agree on many movies. But yeah, so I mean, I thought this was actually, guys, this was really tough to come up with. Like right. I said, there's so many people. He left Tom yeah. Hanks on the cutting room floor. Michael I, Douglas on the cutting room cutting floor. floor. Uh, Michael Douglas. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman's 70s, on the cutting room floor. Meryl Streep in the 80s. I mean, but you know, like I said, I picked movies that I had a personal, attra- you know. No, no, it's okay. Yeah. It's, your, it's, your, it's your grab bag. Pretty, so that's it. Pretty good. Okay. Didn't start well. <laughs> <laughs> Finished up strong. Well, it didn't start well because you, you know. Not what I do. It's my fault. Well, it's a top five list and he had six. I know. He started with a top five six. list. Here's one not in my top five. Well, it was because I was trying. You do the honorable mention only on the back end. But I figured you guys would love that pick. So that's no, why, why didn't you make him number five? 
Yeah. Because I couldn't. It was hard enough to keep Tom Hanks out of there. How was going to pick another one of these guys not to put in? That was DJ, tough. as I told Morgan Freeman, oh, life is about <laughs> making way. decisions. And I made a decision, way. and I did not put way. him in the top five. Like, what are we arguing about? those five words he's just said, as I, I told, told Morgan Freeman. I want to slap him for saying, like, who dare you yeah, say dare you? like you told Morgan Freeman something? He liked it. He did actually. I think he wanted to get up and hit him, to be honest with you. Actually, he did appear to see a respect the fact that he held his feet to the fire. He didn't. He didn't. He really didn't. Whatever. (laughs) Well done. So who would you have taken out and put Hanks in for then? Just out of curiosity. Oh, man. I don't know. Because I saw you kind of, I gave you my Nicholson one and I was surprised. Nicholson for for me because I had never seen any of those movies. You've never seen any of those? Yeah, Nick- he saw Batman. That's it. You never saw Pritzy's Honor, Witches. You never saw Terms of Endearment? I mean, I've heard of it. You need to see that movie. How is that going to help me? What does that mean, help you? What do you mean? How is it going to make my life better? Because <laughs> it's an incredible movie. It's a beautiful movie. It's heartbreaking. It's, it's a, it's Why do a, I want to feel bad? Life's, life's sad enough. I mean, Rich, Chris does have a point, right? Because remember, this I'm is sorry. us. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to enlighten and broaden the horizons Rich, of a man who's betting the under on preseason football. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my bad. I will raise my hand and say that's my fault. Thank Not you. yours. Thank it's you. an MP. Thank you. Not a YP. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. How does you that know, my life? She's proud of the fact that some Scrabini who's now going to be cut off the team at the next cut dropped the ball in the end zone and make him look like a sage to bet an under on Bears-Seahawks. Two teams, you got to be kidding me. But here I am saying, oh, you should watch this incredible Vegas James Brooks movie. <laughs> you need to stop watching a preseason game and watch Jeez. The Shining, though. Yeah, What's my one? problem? It's a scary movie. I don't like scary <laughs> All right. You'll have a great right. weekend, everybody. Vince Gilligan of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul in studio on Monday. We will be back to wrap things up literally on Peacock when we come back. <laughs> 